Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sam is producing today. Hope you enjoyed Hoop. There it is with my buddy Mark Wise, that comes your way every Monday at 11 a.m. Boy, a lot to talk about today. Super Bowl, uh, Gator basketball, and we have some high school basketball to talk about as well. Because in boys basketball, Class 1A regional semifinals, Madison County will take on Newberry, and that's Patrick Green's team, and he now joins us. Coach, welcome. Uh, congratulations on getting here. Hey, Steve, man, thanks a lot, man. And, and once again, man, thanks for having me on this show. Uh, it's such an honor. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, congratulations on getting here. Uh, go back to your last game, Patrick. Tell people how you got to this point here. Oh, man, actually, man, Steve, you know, it's uh, it's been a crazy ride. Um, things just kind of worked out in our favor. We uh, Most people know, you know, we lost a uh, heartbreaking uh, buzzer beater to Hawthorne in the district championship. But uh, I have to say, God is good, man. Luckily, you know, we were still rewarded for um, having such a great season, and we still got the number one seed for the um, tournament here. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, I think people sometimes forget that you can you can lose in a district championship and still, you know, get into a regional. Was there any doubt, uh, even you know, when you lost to Hawthorne, that you'd get in? I mean, I didn't think there'd be any doubt. Did you have any doubt at all you'd make this? Not much doubt um, that we would make it. Uh, it was obviously something that I wanted to keep away from the kids uh, just because I wanted them to, you know, stay intense and focus on winning that district championship. But there was no doubt that we would get in. Um, there was doubt about us being able to still host. Now, you get to host. Madison County is the team that you play. Tell me about them. See, you know, when you turn on your tape, man, the first thing that jumps out to you, man, they are ultra-athletic Um Team full of guards, you know, they run up and down the floor very well. So we definitely have our work cut out for us this week. You know, sometimes because, you know, Class 1A is a smaller class, you tend sometimes to play, you know, the same teams, that, you know, uh, Hawthorne or Williston or somebody like that. Well, Madison County, you know, isn't somebody you play all the time. Is that a good thing sometimes to play somebody a little bit different? You know, yeah, I think so, man. I think it has its advantages as well as disadvantages. Um, they probably don't know as much about us um, as as we don't know as much about them. So that's always, I, I think, you know, could be an advantage. But at the same time, you know, it's a disadvantage because you you don't have that familiarity uh, between the two teams. And um, so, yeah, it's give and take with both of those. No doubt. Um, except for the outcome of the game, Patrick, as you look at the tape from the game against uh, Hawthorne, what'd you take from it? You know, um, I think last time I was on, I talked about, you know, how the little things become big when you don't take care of them. And, you know, we were, you know, one or two free throws away from winning that game. We were maybe one or two rebounds away from winning that game. And that that's really the take, man. It's just at this time of the year, all those little things really, really matter. Kids must be excited, though. You know, you, you come off a tough loss, and they now know, you know, their season's still alive. they got to be pretty pumped, don't they? 
I, I think so, man. You know, they were pretty bummed out about uh, that loss and the way that we lost. Um, but, yeah, I think just to, to feel like your efforts were not all lost, you know, on the season that you've had thus far, you know, to feel like somebody was watching you and uh, looking out for you and, and um, just to reward you uh, for having the season overall and not, you know, allowing one game to just kind of put the season in the tank. I think I'm right in this, Patrick. If I'm not, please correct me. I think you said last time you were here you had some kids that had some injuries. Have you gotten any of those guys back? Yes, yeah, so we got everybody back now. Uh, we're, we're pretty much at full strength. Uh, we kept some of those young kids up that, you know, uh, stepped in and, and helped us out during that time. You know, uh, during this time of the year, we can bring on 15 kids uh, to fill out our roster. So, we're at full capacity right now, Steve. Last thing for you. You know, sometimes when you look at a team and look at a roster, as a coach you can say, this is my leader or these guys are my leader. If you had to say, you know, what what would the kids say who their leader or leaders would be on this team? You know, man, ironically, um, yeah, you would love to, to have, like, those seniors uh, to be your leaders, but um, – I have a couple of sophomores, and, and wow. the thing that's ironic about it is, yeah, they're really not considered your typical basketball players. They're probably uh, guys that are probably end up going Division One playing football, but they just have that, you know, uh, alpha male mentality. And, and I think when those kids speak, uh, they are bigger guys on the team as well, but when they speak, I think the team listens to them. Well, don't forget, Coach's team will host Madison County at Newberry, I think 7 o'clock on Thursday. Wish you a lot of luck, and uh, we'll see if you can go a little further here, Patrick. Thanks for doing this. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, Steve. You got it, Coach. Thank you. Done a good job at Newberry. Patrick Green, the head coach of the Panthers. Uh, All right. We will open the phone lines for you, as we always do. Uh, I'll ask my my, my two guys here, because Sean produced uh, the uh, hoop. There it is earlier. How much do you, when you watch the Super Bowl, how much do you look at the commercials? And when I, did anything stick out last night, good or bad? When I was a kid, I feel like I looked at the commercials a lot more. But nowadays, I feel like a lot of them get released ahead of time. I, for one, know that my favorite one was the Popcorners commercial with the Breaking Bad characters, one of my favorite TV shows. But I, that was released on Twitter a week before the Super Bowl. So it's almost like the best commercials are not a surprise anymore. So last night I wasn't so engaged in the commercials. Okay. Sean, about you? Yeah, they got too much going on nowadays. It's <laughs> like I don't know what the product is. It, the product placement's at the end, and then it's just a bunch of tomfoolery, pure chicanery, shenanigans, whatever words you want to say. It's just too much. I can't. My brain is on overload watching some of these commercials. I wish we had the Whopper commercial again. <laughs> um, I know... I don't know this, but I would bet. See, Sean's a Cowboys guy. So, I mean, he's smiling. You know what I'm going to say, right? You're happy the Eagles lost. I would have asked. Yeah, he is. Okay. But, look, I'll say this. If you didn't have any skin in the game, at least you want to see a good game. And it was that last night. And you know what else I really liked a lot? When all that happened with did he hold him at the end, the guy came out and said, I held him. That's so refreshing. It wasn't a, you know, whatever. And then, I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks of all time 
after playing five years. But if you took a look at this in just that window, right, I mean, I guess it's pretty hard to say he's not. Because what happens if for some reason Mahomes falls off the cliff here and doesn't do anything else? Well, he still won two Super Bowls, right? But is he in the same, you know, rarefied air as a Montana or, you know, a Brady or somebody like that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. If you look at guys who are Hall of Famers, such as a Troy Aikman, a Ken Stabler, Patrick Mahomes is actually semi-equal to them statistically. His his stats through six years are absurd. He is a two-time Super Bowl champion, a two-time Super Bowl MVP. They just showed a graphic on SportsCenter. It took Peyton Manning 18 years to be one of four players in NFL history to have two rings and be a two-time NFL MVP. Yeah. Mahomes, it took him six years. Yep. I Look, you can't declare him the GOAT yet, but it's certainly hard to deny that he's on that path. And it's hard to deny that he's already not a Hall of Famer. I think what he's done through his six years of his NFL career is warranted of potentially even a first ballot Hall of Fame. We'll take a break. Come back. 12-13. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. Tonight, North Carolina will host number 19 Miami men's basketball, where the Tar Heels will be looking to add another win to their record after a 91-71 win against Clemson on Saturday. Live coverage of tonight's game will begin right here at 645. And after a spectacular opening weekend for Gator softball, they'll be traveling to Jacksonville tomorrow and Wednesday night in a home-at-home set, looking to extend their current three-game winning streak. Last night, the Kansas City Chiefs took home their second Super Bowl win in just four seasons after defeating the Eagles 38-35. The Chiefs were able to secure a comeback after former Gator Kadarius Toney had a record-breaking 65-yard punt return, making it the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, invite you to come down and check them out. Now, if you're looking for a new vehicle, well, they don't have any. In 40-plus years, the Cousins family's owned and operated that business, and in all of that time, they have specialized in bringing you the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. It is just that simple. I'm driving one now. I have for a long time, and each vehicle I've purchased has been really good for me, and I think they'll do the same thing for you. They do their best to bring the best and widest and largest selection of vehicles for you to choose from because the variety is tremendous. Also, you can go online, secars.com, check them out too. All the information about the vehicles is there. Go see them in person and check them out as well. When you go, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Love must be one of the most overused words in the English language. One minute we say we love tacos, and in the next breath, we use the word to describe the deep affection between a husband and a wife. So what is love, really? Is love just love? While the world struggles to define love, the Bible is clear. In 1 John 3.16, it puts it like this. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. If we really want to understand love, the cross is where we see the greatest demonstration the world has ever known. Jesus, the perfect Son of God, died a sacrificial death for our sins so that we could be made right with God. 
He rose from the grave, providing eternal life for those who follow him. Have you ever personally experienced the amazing, life-changing love of God? I promise you that when you do, you'll know love like you've never known before. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. To subscribe to Devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. Atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Meldon Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Again, that's MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line, their homes, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Jacksonville area attorneys. Offices in Jacksonville and by appointment only in Ponte Vedra Beach. Lisa Cargis, Florida resident partner. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. CordellCordell.com. This Valentine's Day, fall in love with flavor when you save on delectable dishes and tantalizing tastes from Omaha Steaks with their Love at First Bite sale. It's the perfect time to celebrate your better half and bring the steakhouse experience home for Valentine's Day. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code SIZZLE at checkout and get $30 off your order. No one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit OmahaSteaks.com, use promo code SIZZLE at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. The WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF. Phone lines open for you, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. John, hello. Yeah, I'm back, Steve. Uh, I've looked on Facebook, and I've seen it like maybe the reschedule of the softball doubleheader with USF is this afternoon at 3. Is that is there anything updated on that, do you know? Uh, not that I have seen. I didn't think they were playing today, but... I could be wrong. It just said, well, it said 13th, so today's the 13th. So I thought maybe, and they had postponed it yesterday. I thought maybe, you know, maybe I was looking at it kind of shocked that they had done that. So maybe I'll have to go double-check that. But anyway. Yeah, I don't think they're um, scheduled to play today. I got you. Okay. Well, just say on, on your channel, so I just wanted to update that. But anyway, on the onto the Super Bowl, like you mentioned, and you know, in recent is, uh, you know, what a great game that was. I mean, uh, two quarterbacks. I could think of like two games, like maybe the home against Brady, you know, Carolina against the Patriots back in the day that they both played very well game. And then Warner against uh, Roethlisberger, you know, Pittsburgh against, 
you know, the, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I think, you know, both quarterbacks played very well. And I, and I felt kind of, you know, kind of bad. I mean, one winner, one loser. And, and I think that Jalen Hurts, except for the fumble, I think he played very well last night. Well, I mean, you play a, a three-point game or whatever it is, and, you know, they scored 30-something points. Yeah. So they certainly, you know, I think if you went, if you said to the Eagles and their fans, you know, we're going to score 32 points 35. or whatever it was, and – you know, are we going to win? I think they would probably say, yeah, but they didn't. And kudos to uh, Katerius Tony. I mean, a couple of plays. I mean, he's not uh, Tyree Kill. I mean, I think they've, you know, back in the day when they were Florida, I think they called, then they call him the joystick or something when we was at, when he was at Florida. I mean, you call uh, Tyree Kill the cheetah. I mean, I don't think he's of the caliber of Tyree Kill, but he, he's got some skills that I think that Tyree Kill doesn't have. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but well, I mean, I think what what I'm saying here is Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's fast. I mean, he's like one of the fastest. I think what you know Tony has is that shiftiness that I don't see in Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's it's a small sample, small of what he does, but I mean, the moves he put on that punt return was 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 exceptional. I, I think that was pretty dynamite. Well, here's I'm not going to sit here and and uh, say that. What Tony did last night wasn't good or important. It was. But he's not nearly, nearly the complete player Tyreek Hill is. No. no, I'm not saying that. That's, But I just think that he has a skill that, you know, when he was even at Florida, we, we, we marveled at his, you know, sometime it got him in trouble. You know, he'd make a move, and then all of a sudden he loses 10 yards. And we're like, wow, that was a great, you know, 70-yard run, and he lost 10 yards. But that, that's, that's the only thing I was just kind of comparing it to, to that's all. Okay. Hey, man, have a good day. Thank you, John. Look what happened with Kadarius Toney in New York. What, what did I say when the Giants drafted him? He's not a first-round guy. And the reason he isn't is because he's not a polished receiver. He was never – was he ever a great route runner here? Was he ever a technician here in that? No. He had freaky ability, and, you know, he could take – you know, a swing pass, and, well, the Giants didn't know how to handle him. They didn't play him, and he just languished there, and the Chiefs stole him. And what does Andy Reid do? He ta- he takes the good things that, ty- that, that uh, Tony does and utilizes it. That's what good coaching is. He's never going to be Jerry Rice as a receiver, right? He's never going to be Devontae Smith as a receiver. But he can help you win. And they, for the, the price that they paid for him, I mean, he paid instant dividends in that game. Isn't this interesting today? Nothing. Nothing about basketball. Nothing. Mike, though, says, uh, <clears throat> it looks like A.D. Strickland has hired another average to mediocre basketball coach that's wildly inconsistent from half to half, from game to game, and can't recruit high school players. Under his lack of leadership, this is the AD, he failed to protect women's basketball players from an abusive coach. He allowed Coach Mullen to sink the football program to the bottom of the SEC and be a constant embarrassment on and off the field. He allowed Coach White to take the once great basketball program to the sixth or seventh best team in the SEC for seven years. 
What does it take for the university president to fire Strickland and hire an athletic director that knows how to hire great coaches and run a championship program? Average to mediocrity might have been fine at Mississippi State. It's not okay at Florida. Haven't helped the program that the great coach, coaches fully hired, decide to retire. Well, I hope, Mike, that now the, the, the thing, if you want to talk about Strickland, that's one thing, right? But if you're talking about Golden or you're talking about Napier, sometimes in, in the workforce, it's obvious that if you get hired for a job, even after a year, that it isn't the right fit. That, I mean, that happens sometimes. But in athletics, should you be judged on three or four years and not just one? So we don't know how good a coach Colton is yet. We don't know how good a recruiter he is yet. Remember, and I'm sorry, this is not a destination school anymore. It's not. Billy Donovan ain't here. When you're recruiting basketball players to Florida, this is not Kentucky. Now you're gonna well look at Nate Oates at Alabama. Okay, well Nate Oates obviously done a pretty good job. And Alabama isn't a destination. Alabama never been to the Final Four, but right now doing a pretty good job. Mister P, hello. Hey Steve. Hey. Uh comment on that caller just or guy that uh, wrote in just a little while ago uh there's you know he's right if three years from now both football and basketball stink he's right but one year i mean you gotta let the guys get their own people in here uh that's my opinion on that uh i thought the super bowl was a great game my team lost I could care less about the commercials or halftime. I actually watched America's Funniest Videos during halftime. But uh, I thought it was a really good game. Uh, it's just unfortunately my Eagles didn't win. Yeah, good game. And I had no, you know, no chalk in the game either way. So as a fan, I wanted to see a good competitive game. I got that. So I was pretty happy. I'm sure the NFL was pretty happy too. Oh, I imagine so. Um I, I just hoping that Coach Golden can get somebody that knows how to put the ball in the basket because uh, both the women's and the men's team, I can't remember when both teams shot the ball so poorly in the last few games. I've been watching men's and women's uh, Gator basketball for 30-plus years, and these are two of the worst shooting teams I've ever seen. Well, let me ask a question. At least on Saturday, how many points did Florida score? Well, I'm blanking on that right now, Steve, to be honest with you. I just know we got beat. <laughs> 80. They scored 80 points. So they put the ball in the right, basket. But, now, they didn't put the ball right. in the basket from three. They were two of 20. But if, if you said to a Gator fan before playing Vanderbilt, Florida scores 80 points, do we win today? I think a vast majority of people would have said yes. They just didn't play very well, well defensively. Prior to the Alabama game, I would have agreed with that statement. But since the Alabama game, we have not played defense. 
and and Coach Gold knows that. Hopefully, he can write the ship on that. Okay. Uh, I I think he's going to be a good coach. Uh, I think he him and Billy both Napier both need three to four years to get their men in. Steve, always enjoy your show. Thank you for letting us call in. You got it. Thank you, sir. Twelve twenty eight time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, Gator Shane, PG. Get right to you. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. Valentine's Day is next Tuesday, but don't wait until the last minute. Visit Floral Expressions Florist online now for the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets, balloons, and chocolates. Plus, gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers, too. It's so easy. Order online now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. The springtime weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the beautiful springtime air. For bass fishermen, they're biting now and those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Plus, get $500 trading credit with select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now is the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest rates are determined by lender with approved credit. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or license number D056341. 
From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We'll see plenty of sunshine this Monday afternoon. Temperatures climbing into the upper 60s to near 70. Tonight, lows fall into the upper 30s to low 40s. It'll be a chilly night, but from here on out, we'll have much warmer evenings. In fact, temperatures tomorrow night falling only to near 50. The highs during the afternoon into the middle 70s, near 80 by Wednesday. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist, Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. If you're going to have a Hall of Fame, like, not everybody is a, like that first ballot Hall of Famer or they belong in the penthouse. But you have the other guys who you might have questions. It took them a while to get in. You know, can you do a ground floor, first floor, second floor, third floor penthouse? Something like that. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Get to the phone line. Gator Shane will start this bank of calls off. Shane, what's up? Hello. I thought I'd call in and talk a little bit basketball this morning since you were asking for it. Um, <laughs> this, this team is a frustrating basketball team to watch at times. Um, but I do think we have to remember that obviously it's a young coach <laughs> with a brand new team. And um, if I remember back, Billy Donovan's first couple of seasons were kind of tough as well. Um, so I guess we just have to give him time. Um, I like the way he coaches for the most part. I love seeing a semblance of an offense, which I don't feel like we've seen since when Mike White was here. So I love the offense and the way they move off the ball. I guess the, the shame is just the wasting of the huge talent that Castleton is. And, you know, again, a tournament, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to make the NIT the way we're playing. So, um, but, yeah, one day we're on and one day we're off. And I guess that's uh, – be expected with a young team that's kind of gelling, if you will. Well, they'll be in the NIT if they don't make the NCAA tournament. That's for sure. Um, right. But so. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, to your point, would it be great to see Castleton, you know, on a bigger national stage? You know, given you know his development and all that. Yeah, and look, that that loss is tough, but Florida's got a chance still. You know, you get Arkansas on the road. That'll be a quad one win. You get Kentucky here. There are still chances for Florida. And right. we'll see what right. they do. I do think I was – Castleton, man, that big guy for Vanderbilt, let's put it like it was, he, he schooled him. <laughs> I mean, Castleton was – I know he had points, but that, that guy, that guy, he was better than Castleton is last Well, I mean, a different that. player. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. he, he he's shooting threes. Castle, yeah. That's man not up, Castleton's game. Yeah, so I mean, li- little different, but yeah, he had a good ga- good day, no doubt. Hang on, Gator fans. We'll get there eventually. All right, man. Thank you for your call. PG, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, just a couple things. Uh, one, this, this team next year without Castleton, and I know there's a lot of transfer portal talk, but just to be at a break-even point of losing a Castleton You've got to get probably two really good players to offset that loss. So, 
I, I just I don't know, man. I, I, it's going to take a little while. So, and it's not Coach Golden's fault at all. Like I'm not blaming him. I actually like him and hope it works out. But in this day and age, say he is really good, fills it up and he's gone. I mean, you know, doing this all over again. So that leads me to my my question for you, and I don't know if you can really answer it. The email was kind of going pretty hard on the administration and, and you know the AD, but. You know, at this point, you know, what would you grade this tenure overall from the PR to the two complete major sport rebuilds? Um, In, incomplete. Incomplete. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Cause what if it was definitely not it? You're right. What do you yeah, – I, I wonder what Scott Strickland would grade himself at this point. I don't know. I mean, I, I think you, you've got to – when you don't do well in the two sports that a lot of fans think are the most important, that doesn't bode well for an athletic director, right? And we all know his hire of Mullen didn't work out. So now if his hire of Napier doesn't work out for some reason, well, that's that's not going to help his cause. So... But, again, incomplete. We got one year of a guy, and Golden hasn't even finished one year. So, we'll see. I agree. Just, I mean, if you stop right now, I mean, it's pretty long. With seven years in, I mean, we're not we're not ahead. You know, we're not ahead where we were at that point. So, you know, incomplete, I agree with. But, man, it better, hopefully it'll turn around quickly. Well, here's, here's the thing, though, I think. If you take a uh, – big picture look at the program, right? Let's take football and be- and men's basketball out of it. Women's basketball is having another tough year. You know, they had some injuries, but last year they made the tournament. Then gymnastics is wonderful. Track is wonderful. Men's tennis has dropped a little bit. You know, they're about the same, but they're a top 25, both men's and women's. Swimming is, you know, top 25. They're in the SEC starting today. So, some of the other programs, softball, baseball. So, I mean, the, yeah. the the overall athletic program isn't bad. It's just that the marquee, the, 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 the big revenue sports right now are middle of the pack. Yeah, well, what, what happened to women's soccer? That's, like, completely falling off the map. I mean, that's another one. Well, you had I mean, an awful play. hire that stunted the program. And then what in this day in this day and age of the transfer portal? See ya. So now she's having to you know rebuild that program. Yeah. Do you anticipate getting Scott on? Because I, I was actually I have tried to get Scott on. Uh, yeah. He was scheduled to be here. Uh, he I was told he something came up. I have asked to reschedule him. Uh, I've been told we'll get back to you, and that's the last yeah. I've heard. And I was. That didn't surprise me. But anyway, thank you, sir. I enjoy the show. Appreciate thank you, PG. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, Gator basketball in the Super Bowl. Uh, Steve, I, I know you keep saying there's opportunities for the Gators to kind of get back in it, but Saturday felt like a gut punch. It felt like the end of the season. I agree. Because, I agree. Um, you know, I, I would have hoped this team on Saturday would have come out with more urgency and more desperation, especially after you got your butt kicked at Alabama. Uh, you should have been coming out, you know, mad, angry, and ready to, you know, 
get back on the winning side. But again, man, uh, you know, Vanderbilt kept, they threw the first punch. Vanderbilt was the aggressor Saturday. And, um, you know, the, the, the refusal to, I know Vanderbilt hit some shots, but, you know, this team can shoot, man. I mean, last year when we played them, I think they hit 15 or 16 threes. Uh, they hit 10 threes against Tennessee uh, last Wednesday when they beat them uh, on that buzzer beater. And they hit 10, what well, they hit, um, they outscored us by 30 on the three-point line um, Saturday. So you, you have to cover these guys, man. And just the lack of defense uh, was disturbing. And, uh, you know, as much as I love Castleton, Steve, uh, you saw what a big guy can do uh, for an offense, a stretch four, stretch five that can go out there and hit threes. It opens up the entire lane for the entire team. And that's just one thing Castleton just hasn't been able to improve in his game the last two years. No, but he's he hasn't improved that. But he's not a stretch four. That That's just – I mean, maybe he'll develop that, but he's not that. He's been magnificent in the post. You know, he's double teamed. He, I, I, you know, it, he's improved his game when teams are always keying on him. I, I think that says a lot about his ability. But to your point, are you right? Yeah. And once again, wh- what's the difference here? Making shots or not making shots, right? Vanderbilt, you're, and you're, you, you're catching Vanderbilt now when they're playing arguably their best basketball and they're the most confident. Sometimes it's when you play a team as well. Because Vandy, you know, when they made that winning three, they scored 66 points that day. I think they won 66-65 or something like that. So it isn't like they lit it up, right? But they came out, they had, they got confidence by hitting threes. It turned into a track meet. And like I said, if I'd have said to you before Saturday, D, Florida scores 80 against Vanderbilt, what would you say, win or lose? Win. Okay. They Florida didn't play well defensively, and they shot lights out. Yep. Uh, you know, Super Bowl, Steve, um, obviously I'm glad the Eagles lost. That was beautiful. Um, but all I heard all I heard was, you know, doing a little pregame coverage that I did watch, was the, the prevailing thought was the Eagles' defensive line with all their 70 sacks, with four guys and 10 sacks or more, was going to dominate the Kansas City offensive line. Well, that didn't happen. And, you know, at halftime, Andy Reid and his offensive people uh, took the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, for the Eagles and took him to the woodshed. I mean, there's just no excuse for having those those uh, touchdowns with Tony and the other guy wide open with motions and everything. So, yeah, they, they got out coached uh, in the second half, uh, the Eagles did defensively. Yeah, I thought the Eagles played very well defensively in the first half. But to your point, you know, one of the things that Andy Reid is known for, uh, and maybe, you know, Eric Bieniemy too, is the fact that they get they – get people open, and they scheme you. And they ran a couple of plays that were real cute. I hadn't seen, you know, the type of running play, and they schemed them. And that's good coaching. That's good coaching. Yep, for sure. Be good, Steve. Appreciate you, D. Thank you. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve, two quick points. In the basketball game, a lot has been said, but, you know, if you look just at the numbers, it's amazing that it was close as long as it was. I, I, I know we were two for 20, and, and I know Vandy at one point was 11 for 22 from three. I don't know what they finished. Um, it, so it, it was kind of a frustrating game. But, you know, when, when you're, you're you know, a defensive team 
and then all of a sudden go out there and get in basically a track meet. It, 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 it's, 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 I don't know how you, how you respond as a team. It seems kind of odd. I think the, the tendency is to go up and down with them, and then all of a sudden you're looking and it's like, well, wait a minute, we're losing now. Um, we seem like we've been playing well just because I think you're scoring a lot more. We're hitting more, and that builds confidence. But then you all of a sudden you look, and, and uh, Andy gets on a little bit of a run. You're behind. And I don't know how you fix that, but um, it, 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 do you think that the, the, the mentality of the team when, you, when all of a sudden you get in a – it's different. It's almost like a culture shock when all of a sudden you're in a scoring game as opposed to you're used to playing so many in a row that are defensive struggles? No. I mean, the score at the half was a one-point game. Right. So my, my point is, we felt we, we felt like we were playing so so well, and yet you look and it's it's tied, or you're up one, you're down one, and I, 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 as a fan watching the game throughout, it felt like because we were scoring, it felt like we were playing better, and Vandy just happened to be hitting shots. But then you know, as the game was on, it, I you know, maybe I'm maybe you're just sort of you know patronizing, placating yourself, trying to look bad after, afterwards. Um, but if you look at it, we were two for twenty, and they were eleven for twenty-two. And from three, you're kind of surprised that it was as close as long as it was. Especially at one point, we were eleven for eighteen from the free throw line. I don't know what we finished, but um, I don't know. That's, that's just you know, rumblings of a, of a you know, frustrated fan. Um, last question: You always talk about coaches when when the legend retires. You don't want to be the coach who comes in after the coach. You want to be the coach who comes after after the coach who followed the coach. I never heard anybody talk about that with uh, with the AD, but you know, with the success that, Jer- that uh, Jeremy had, um, what do you think? There's there's kind of the same thing because the program was so high at all levels that it's hard to maintain that. And uh, like you say, it's 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 uh, incomplete. But um, I'll take your comments on that off the air. But do you think there's kind of that kind of the same aspect, both in the in the, the production of the AD and the, and the expectations that were established so high? All right, thank, thank you, Porter. Well, I mean, look, Scott Strickland's an SEC AD before this. You know, he, so he's been in the league, understands the league, but sometimes it's timing, right? You can, you, you can be really good at school X and take a job at school Y and you falter. Why? Well, you, there are a lot of reasons why. So, but, I mean, at least there was a guy here that had SEC experience. Lou, i got to get to an interview. I'll get you afterwards. 1245 time check brought to you by Hayes Jittery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Victoria Alves. We've got some Monday night college basketball tonight as the Miami Hurricanes will travel to Dean Heath Smith Center, hoping to extend their current four-game winning streak against the North Carolina Tar Heels. Tip-off live coverage will begin right here at 645. Next up, Girls High School Basketball Regional Finals will take place tomorrow. Games will include Class 1A's Newberry versus Hawthorne, and Trenton will take on Wildwood. In Gator Sports, after a spectacular three-game winning opening weekend for Florida softball, they'll travel to Jacksonville tomorrow and Wednesday night in a home-at-home set. In the NBA, the Miami Heat will look to extend their at-home eight-game winning streak against the Denver Nuggets tonight at 7. This is projected to be a hard-fought meeting. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Victoria Alves. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Who can you trust with your automobile these days? Hey, it's Steve Russell. As you drive around town, you'll see a lot of auto repair shop chain stores. Every time you go in there, there's a new person behind the counter with the same old song and dance, presenting you with a long list of expensive repairs. If you're tired of that type of treatment, do what I and thousands of families have done since 1975. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. Dave Mays Automotive is family-owned and operated, and you can tell because they treat their customers like family. No long list of surprises. In fact, their famous bug checks designed to prevent surprises. They do it all. They'll take care of your entire vehicle. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind Sunny's on Waldo Road. Trust Dave Mays Automotive. They'll get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. All right, fellas, this is your annual reminder. Valentine's Day is coming up, and just a heads up, it's only two days after Super Bowl Sunday. So as you're getting ready to party it up for the big game, don't forget it is time to place those orders for that beautiful bouquet for that special someone, and the place to do it, Floral Expressions Florist. You can be her chief, and she'll be soaring like an eagle once she sees how incredible the arrangement is. Best part, you don't have to do anything. They deliver anywhere in town. Check them out at floralexpressionsflorist.com or call them up today at 3 if your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Boys High School Basketball, Class 1A Regional semifinals for the boys. Hawthorne off a thrilling district win over Newberry will take on Hilliard and Coach Bowie now joins us 
What a game with Newberry, first of all. Congratulations on that. Tell us about that game. Oh, man. Uh, Newberry jumped out 10 points uh, in the first half. They were up 10 in the first half on us. They shot lights out. Uh, you know, we defended better in the second half. Uh, we got it close in the last uh, 50 seconds. We actually were was up by one with about 17 seconds, and uh, we inbounded the ball and turned it over. They went down, hit a shot. Uh, and went up one, so we went down and got about three or four attempts at the basket, and uh, finally uh, Isaac Taplis, uh got a rebound and he tipped it in, and no time left on the clock. So it was, you know, it was crazy in there. Wow, that is crazy. That's a heck of a way. Does that give your team a lot of confidence now going into these regional semifinals? Uh, yeah, it definitely gives us a lot of confidence. Uh, Newberry has been, you know, one of the better teams in the area this year. Uh, they were the number one seed in our district, so. We we kind of wanted to see where where we was at, and you know that was a you know a good game to kind of see you know where we're at. I think you have Hilliard next. Tell me about them. Uh, we played Hilliard right out of football. They uh, got a really good backcourt. Uh, as a matter of fact, we we went in overtime with them. We won by I think one, but they had two guards that combined for like fifty of of their points. Uh, one in particular. Uh, the kid CJ Hall, he had like 35 points on us, uh, and, he, and he scored from all three levels. So I'm quite sure we've gotten better since then, and I know they've gotten better also. You know, Greg, you look at what you've done there uh, as a program. You guys are used to this. I mean, you've had teams that have made, you know, good deep playoff runs. With a, with this team, do, do they understand the history of the program and what it's done at Hawthorne? Does that help at all in what they do? Uh, they don't, but we've been trying to uh, show them that, myself and even uh, the girls' staff, my brother and his assistant coach. So both staffs you know, have been trying to show them because most of, of us are Hawthorne alum, and we know what it means. So we've been trying to just show them and pour it into them you know, that, like I say, that name across your jersey is, is everything to us, and it, and it means something to play for Hawthorne and the pride, the tradition. So they've kind of been, you know, taking it all in the last couple of weeks. And I think that's kind of what's been showing, you know, especially right there uh, in the district. You know, Fort White was a very good team. And then being able to, you know, knock off Newberry in Newberry, so that they're kind of getting to what Hawthorne is. You know, it's funny when you look at uh, high school sports and, you know, because it's 1A, you play a lot of the same teams and develop rivalries. Are those rivalries good, healthy rivalries at that level? They are. Actually, they are. Uh, there's, you know, not one, that's not one, I would say, bitter rivalry. You know, I mean, we often, with some of the coaches, we often use the phrase, iron sharpens iron, and that's kind of, you know, what it is. And, and I think they all feel the way I feel about 1A. You know, yeah, we're the smallest classification, but we're not to be overlooked by anyone. So I think all of us, you know, coaches in 1A feel that way. Greg Bowie, our guest here, the boys basketball coach at Hawthorne. They'll take on Hilliard. You're at home Thursday, right? Yes, we're home. Okay, and it'll be Thursday night in Hawthorne at 7 o'clock. Um, you guys managed to do this, and so does CI, after usually a very long football run. What do the kids do in the interim, Greg, when you know, you've got some of the guys playing football? Does it take a while to sort of – get the team together, make it gel, and get to this point? It does. It does. I mean, obviously you got to get your legs back up under you from, from football. Everybody assumes 
that you know after a long football run you're just ready to hit the ground running in basketball. That's that's not the case. It's two totally different types of conditioning. And I mean, you're going all football season without putting up shots. I, you know, it's going to take a while for for you to get in the groove. So it, it's definitely an adjustment period. And and like I said, our goal every year is by district. Hopefully, we're we're there. You know, hopefully by district. All right, I'm gonna. I, I, we've done this a long time. Do you like the way your team is playing right now? I am. I am. Uh, I definitely like the way we're playing. We're uh, getting back after it on the defensive end. Uh, we've uh, rebounded better than we've rebounded all year, particularly in uh, the game against Newberry. That's probably was our best rebounding game. So I think everything is kind of clicking at the right moment. All right. Again, Hawthorne's going to host Hilliard Thursday night at the Hornet Gym at 7 o'clock. Wish you luck. Always appreciate your time, Greg. Thank you. All right, thanks, Steve. You got it. Greg Bowie done a heck of a job coaching Hawthorne boys basketball. CI, uh, Cornelius Ingram, girls team is also uh, in action, and they're in a regional final. Guess who they play? Newberry. Yeah, just like the boys did. Trenton and Wildwood will play. P.K. Young's going to host Masters Academy, and Gainesville's in it too. They're going to host Land Lakes. We'll get some of those coaches on uh, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, all right. For the rest of the, we've got two or three minutes here. You want to get a quick call in, 392-8255. You can always email the show, srussell at wruf.com. The Gator QB, my bud Shane Matthews is going to join us later in the week. You know why? Because the XFL is starting its season this weekend. Yeah. Want to get his update on his team and who he's coaching and what he's doing. He'll be with us. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun to get back with him. And uh, let me just say uh, how much fun it was to be out at uh, Coach Spurrier's uh, street naming uh, on Friday. You know, as, as Steve would say, got smiling on the Gators because uh, it didn't rain when it was supposed to. It held off, and uh, it was well done. Very, very good. Uh, Todd says, <clears throat> threefold problem with basketball. Can't finish shots at the rim. Missing so many threes, leave way too many points on the floor. Then we exhaust efforts in playing catch-up instead of extending on any lead. On the road, I could understand, but we just surrendered 90 to Vandy. Where has the defense gone? I'm going to say this again. You play X games, right? Justin Verlander just won a Cy Young Award. Go look at his season last year. He had a couple of stinkers. They happen. And once again, you caught Vanderbilt playing, arguably, its best. And then <clears throat> Drew says, ready? Who cares if we lost? We open up the offense, giving the fans who paid good money an exciting offensive loss instead of a boring defensive win. <clears throat> Drew, I wouldn't want you being a fan of my team ever. Ever. Again, if you want entertainment, go to a movie. The bottom line's winning. So you're okay with losing like that. You'd rather lose 90 to 80 than win 64 to 61. Anybody else share that? Because if you do, I want to hear from you in the second hour. The object is to win. Bottom line, win. 
If you can do it and score a lot, great. If it can be entertaining, that's great. But bottom line is win. Hour two coming up. My old friend Marty Cohen, longtime editor of Gator Bait Magazine, is living in Kansas City. He'll give us the hometown picture after the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Okay, Drew, I'm glad you sent me this clarification. He said that email I just read, he goes, it was pure sarcasm aimed to a certain regular caller email. Okay, now I feel better, Drew. Thank you for that clarification. Thank you very much. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Sam Potosa is producing the program. Uh, We will take your questions, calls, and comments 
392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. But I want to start the show. First of all, I haven't talked to him in a while. Uh, I've known Marty Cohen, uh, I don't know how many years now. Marty and I go back, but a long time, long time editor, Gator Bait Magazine. He now is living in Kansas City. He texted me today and said something like Titletown Baby or something. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to get Marty here to give us the, the hometown flavor. So he now joins us here live on Sports Scene. What's up, big boy? How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. It's, uh, yeah, you know, Kansas City is called the city of fountains, and today it's the city of champions, man. What were your, I mean, look, you know, the, I, I've always felt the Chiefs franchise was really good. I mean, in the old AFL days, you know, they, they won a Super Bowl with Len Dawson and that bunch, but they went through a lot of lean years there. And I've always felt their fan base was was pretty loyal. Is that the case there? Uh, oh, without question, Steve. It's uh, it's really um, uh, it's kind of a remarkable thing out here because um, you know you and I grew up in New York, and you know in New York you got what six teams. You know you got you go from one season to the next, and everybody you know a lot of folks are tight fans. You know you with the Mets and Jets, me with the Yankees and Giants, and you just sort of flow from one to another. You know, and truthfully, even down there, Steve. You flow from Gator football to Gator basketball. You know, there's always something going. But here, it's the Chiefs, man. I mean, the Royals are, are you know, are here. But, you know, they've been down for so long now. It's hard. They really make it difficult to root for you. And the Chiefs are just um, uh, on top of the world. And they are just, you, you know, you hear it, and it sounds like a cliche, places like Green Bay and stuff like that where the team's tied into to the community. But it's really, it's, it's just the way it is here. You know, Steve, we have, you know, around here they have Red Friday where, you know, the Friday before Chiefs game, everybody wears red. And, and by, by everybody, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're having surgery that day, the doctor is in red clothes. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's just that's just how it is. And uh, and it's really a wonderful thing. And you're right. Um, they went through, well, about 50 years of a very lean period. It reminded me of when I arrived, you know, you and I arrived in Gainesville well before um, they started winning championships and anything, right? You know, we remember those lean days. And, and back then, the, the Gator mentality was, you know what, we're going to find a way to, to mess this up. And it happened for, you know, decades and decades for the Gators. Well, it was the same way for the Chiefs. And, you know, they, the, the folks here really, really, really appreciate what's happening now because they went through a long period, 50 years without a Super Bowl. You know, sometimes, Marty, I, I'm, I'm a big history guy. When you look at Patrick Mahomes and what he's done, I mean, he wasn't great in terms of throwing, you know, for a lot of yards. But, you know, there are some who say he could be in the Hall of Fame right now. You know, he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, but he's only played, you know, five or six seasons. What's your take on him? Um, well, you know, some folks might say you're looking at it through, you know, one red eye and one gold eye, but I'm not really, Steve, because I watched, you know, up close and personal, I watched a lot of great, great, great players at the University of Florida and, and their opponents. And and while I don't cover the team here, um, you know, I'm watching them every day. And I think, and again, we're talking a short run, five years. We're not talking about a 20-year career but i think in terms of what this guy's done in five years plus one when he didn't play he was red um uh i don't think anybody's ever done what he's done 
And folks are going to say, well, you know, put the brakes on that Tom Brady. But here's the thing about Brady, Steve. You know, Brady, by the time he was 27, Brady won three Super Bowls. Pat's 27, he's won two, okay? But Brady went the next nine years. The incredible thing about Brady is the longevity because he went the next nine years after he was 27 without winning one, right? Yeah. And the, incre- the incredible thing about him was at the age of 36, he won four in seven years. That's what's remarkable. Well, you know, will Pat have that kind of longevity? I'm not so sure with the way he plays. <laughs> you know, he gets banged up a little bit. But um, for what he's done in five years, I've never seen a player like him. Um, because, you know, I've told people here, and they bristle a little bit when I say it, but if you remove Mahomes from this team, and really the last five years, they're, they're, they're pretty average. You know, you had a great receiver for up until this year. You have maybe the best tight end ever and a very average defense year in and year out. And yet he's won two, played for another, and, you know, it's um, what he's done is, is is truly remarkable in my in my view. You know, Marty, another guy that's I don't want to say polarizing. You know, is Andy Reid because there was some talk that you know had he lost the Super Bowl that would somehow tarnish his career. But now you know he's won two Super Bowls. I'm really impressed. Whether it's him, you know, whether it's the enemy or combination of how they utilize their weapons, just like Tony. Right, I mean, they—he's—he's not going to be an every-down receiver. He's not Tyreek Hill, but they find creative and unique ways to utilize their personnel. Do you see that too? Oh, yeah, without question, Steve. And I think yesterday was a, a particularly the second half was Andy Reid toward the fourth, and um, it was—it was brilliant. And you know what I've told people here is that it's my—you know—my theory, and we've seen it play out. We saw it play out with, you know, the guy you have on um, uh, on the radio regularly, the head ball coach, and that when you've got these longtime coaches who have this amazing offensive system, okay, they win a lot, and they can win a lot, and they can even win championships. But there comes that one moment in time where they have the perfect guy to lead it, okay? And we saw it in 1995-96, right, when Spurrier had Danny Werfel, the perfect guy. They won a lot before and a lot after. But those two years were magical because he had the perfect guy operating that system. Florida saw it that same year on the opposite end, right, Steve, with Tom Osborne. What a system they had in Nebraska, right? They won a lot of championships. But when they had Tommy Frazier operating that system for that short amount of time, Florida will attest, it was Un- unbeatable, yep. right? Yep. And I, I think I think the same thing is at work here. And now, obviously, it's not college, so it can last longer. But the the relationship, the symmetry between Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Reid won a lot before he got to Kansas City. Before Mahomes was there, Donovan McNabb was a pretty decent player at quarterback. But now, it's just the perfect marriage of the creative quarterback and the and, and, you know, the modern style of play and the creative play call in Andy Reid. And I just think what we're seeing, we haven't seen uh, in a long time in the NFL. Marty Cohen here, our guest, longtime editor of Gator Bait Magazine here in town, now living in Kansas City, so he's going to give us the, the bird's eye view of this Chiefs organization. I don't know what they are salary cap-wise, Marty, but you know, it looks like the core of this team, at least, is going to stick together. Is that your understanding? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, they, 
the big decision they have to make without getting too technical personnel wise and boring people, but the big decision they have to make now is Chris Jones. Um, you know, do he's coming up soon. Do they pay him or do they do sort of what they did with Tyreek Hill and turn him into other assets? And, you know, that's a decision, but you know, the, that, that they have to make in the future. But, you know, the advantage that the Chiefs have, and, and, and this gets back to how good this organization is, is that they, you know, they're winning on a consistent basis now with Mahomes on his second contract. And that is huge because the Cincinnati Bengals are going to find out the hard way when they pay Joe Burrow soon that they're going to have to slice and dice some things off the uh, roster. That's just how it works. And, and the Eagles, if they decide Jalen Hurts is the guy, guess what? All this firepower they got, they're going to have to get rid of some of it. And that's just in a salary cap league when you have that franchise quarterback, that's just how it works, Steve. And the amazing thing that the Chiefs organization has done is that signing Mahomes and paying him $8 billion, whatever it was they pay him, they're still able to craft a championship roster around him. And and they've done it twice because, well, he was on his rookie deal the first time around, but Steve, from three years ago when they won the championship to, to yesterday, there's only 14 players on the roster uh, who were there three years ago, and only and really half of those guys were like Chad Haney backups, you know, and uh, – and I think it just speaks volume to how good this organization is that, you know, uh, consistent winning is a hard thing in salary cap sports. And we see it in the NFL, just ask the Rams how hard it is to stay up top. And the fact that the Chiefs have done it five years running, uh, I think is really a remarkable testament to Andy Reid and Brett Veach, their general manager, and all those folks, uh, in addition to Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and some of the great players as well. Let me end uh by your your view, because you, you still follow what's going on with, with Gator Sports, you're oh, uh, obviously some angst with football, some angst with basketball, with first year coaches. You have a little different perspective now because you're not you know here all the time. What do you see? Um, well, uh, I, I, I'll take football. Uh, I'll, I'll do them separately, real quick. Um, you know, football. You know, it's hard, Steve, because. Um, uh, um, you know, I, I was so used to being there every day in the trenches with you guys. So you really have a feeling of where the program is headed, not just on what happens on Saturdays, you know, because that, as we know, that, I mean, obviously that's a huge component of this, but it's only a part of, of building the program. So I don't, I don't get to see that like I used to. So really all I see are Saturdays and, um, uh, you know, what I saw was a program that, uh, for some reason was really, um, uh, really lacking the, the, the numbers and the, uh, and the quality and quantity that you needed to compete in the SEC. So I sort of toss out that six and six or six and seven, whatever it was. Um, uh, I, I didn't like some of the things I saw on Saturdays, uh, just in terms of, you know, the nitty gritty, the play calling, utilization of players, this and that. Um, but, um, I just think it's going to take a little bit longer and folks are going to have to have a little bit of patience with Billy. I'm not sure if it's going to work or not. Um, I, unfortunately, I saw a little bit more Muschamp than Meyer, <laughs> if, if you get my drift. So, uh, I, you know, but again, first year coach, um, I'm not willing to give up. It's just, 
you know, he's walking into a hard situation, Steve, because uh, I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. You know, when Spurrier came here, Georgia was way down, right? LSU was way down, you know, and, and he was, you know, Tennessee was up, obviously, but, you know, the SEC wasn't like it was now, you know, and he walks in and, you know, Georgia's the best they've ever been. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Tennessee's on the rebound. He's got a schedule that gets beefed up because they're playing the Utahs, not the, the Utah Valleys that they used to play with, with Zook and Spurrier. So it's a little bit of a tougher landscape. And and recruiting is so much different than it's been with the portal and everything else that it's almost hard to get a read from one year to the next where programs are going. I think he's got a tough build. Uh, not willing to throw in the towel yet, but um, it's, uh, I think fans are going to have to be patient. And that's, you know, Steve, it's hard because, you know, in a sense, you could say that Napier is paying for the sins of, you know, Muschamp, McElwain, and Mullen, and that, you know, they're not going to be as patient with him simply because they've had to put up with 10 years or whatever since Urban Meyer was there. And um, so he's got that behind him. But I'm not willing to give up. I just think. He's got a long way to go. On the basketball front, Steve, you know, things can, you know, with the portal, your team changes every year. You know, you don't, it's, you don't even have to recruit freshmen as much as you have to recruit the portal. So this year he didn't do as great in the portal as he could. <laughs> and um, I've seen some encouraging things. I've seen some things that, that weren't um, so encouraging. You know, offensively, I'm, I'm still not sure what they try and do uh, offensively, but um, you know, the win over Tennessee was certainly nice. And, um, you know, they're probably going to go to the NIT, which you feel bad for Castleton because uh, he's a guy that you want to see, you know, get, get a chance to shine yeah. in the NCAA. And it doesn't appear that way. But, um, I, I, you know, I, I like Golden. Um, uh, you know, again, it's so it's so different now, Steve, because, you know, in football, if you get a half dozen portal guys, okay, that doesn't change the dynamic of your team. If you get four or five portal guys in basketball, that's essentially kind of your whole team <laughs> or like half of it or two-thirds of it. So it changes so much from year to year. Hopefully guys will stick around for him. Hopefully he'll recruit well enough. And, um, uh, you know, I, 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 hope, I, I hope he can turn it around because um, – you hope it wasn't one of those situations where there was one coach who had greatness in basketball and nobody else can, you know, yep. can approximate that. All right. Marty, yeah, I appreciate you. Yeah, well, that's okay. I appreciate you doing it, man. It's good to talk to you again. Thanks for taking the time. Same here. Parade on Wednesday, and then uh, you know, things, will, things will calm down here in Kansas City. <laughs> All right, Marty. Thank you. Marty Cohen, longtime Editor of Gator Bait Magazine, now living in Kansas City. 117, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Evan Fleischer. Tonight, the 16-9 North Carolina Tar Heels will face the 19th-ranked 20-5 Miami Hurricanes. UNC is coming off a huge 91-71 win over Clemson with playmakers Caleb Love and Armando Baycott running the scoreboard. Catch our coverage on the game starting tonight at 6.45. The Kansas City Chiefs took home the Lombardi Trophy on Sunday in their 38-35 Super Bowl win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Former Gator Kadarius Toney recorded the longest punt return in Super Bowl history with a 65-yarder for the Chiefs. In high school news, the Newberry girls basketball team will line up against Hawthorne 
in the Class 1A Regional Final on Tuesday. The game will start at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch continues to need your help. And I'll tell you what, thanks to your donations, it's really been a helping hand to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Very simply, if you have an unused or unwanted car, RV, boat, truck, whatever, just about any kind of vehicle, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes. It's sustained by your donated vehicles. Now, if you want to know more about what they do and how they do it, their history, etc., you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and you can learn more that way. But again, these donations, tax deductible, and go a long way towards helping a really great cause because these kids take the vehicles, they refurbish them, then they resell them. Once again, thanks for your donations to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. The pregnant. How far? One month, two, no doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. Valentine's Day is next Tuesday, but don't wait until the last minute. Visit Floral Expressions Florist online now for the special gifts they'll love. Choose from roses, mixed bouquets, balloons, and chocolates. Plus, gift baskets, scented candles, and adorable plush animals. Floral Expressions delivers, too. It's so easy. Order online now. Visit FloralExpressionsFlorist.com or call 352-375-1234. That's 375-1234. Floral Expressions Florist in Gainesville. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG. Got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit PXG.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you. Well, I finally done it. It took a little while, but I switched. PXG. Got more distance, more forgiveness, and the quality of the materials is second to none. If you're looking to get a performance out of your golf clubs, you should try a fitting with PXG. Fantastic hands-on, and they compare your current setup to their equipment and show you exactly what you need and what you'll gain by stepping up to PXG. Visit PXG.com or call 844-PLAY-PXG or go to a PXG store near you to schedule a fitting. And tell them I sent you. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. All right, let's get the phone lines cranking again. Talk a little sports, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Let's see, Peyton emails, and this is the second. I'm not sure if it's been you a second time, Peyton, but somebody else mentioned this. Recently saw an article on CBS Sports saying Billy Donovan is the number one best option to replace Calipari if Kentucky decides to let him go. According to who? Who says that? Where's the credibility of that? Billy Donovan would be an, an option anywhere. Yes, he coached at Kentucky. I get that. What are your thoughts, and do you see potentially playing out? Billy Donovan left college because he was tired of the recruiting nonsense and the shenanigans going on with recruiting. Does he want to go back now and deal with transfer portal and all that? I don't think so. I could be way wrong. You know, he's done okay in Chicago. They're they're kind of in the they've had some injuries this year and but we're gonna see. Just have to see what happens. But I no, I stranger things have happened. Yes, I don't see it. Andrew says Golden's clearly showing what's needed to improve the team. Our cabinet's almost empty. Did what he could to make us decent this year. Lucky we didn't have more empty cabinet. What have we seen to play teams when they get hot? I'll never forget how we had to play Tennessee in 2001. Game was rescheduled, etc. That's part of what happens, Andrew. Sometimes it's luck of the draw, but nobody complains when you play a team when they're not playing well, only when they're not. Daryl says, I can see Jacksonville in the Super Bowl the next few years. As long as Mahomes and Kelsey are in KC, the road will probably go through Kansas City. Well, you've got to have talent around them, but yeah, I hear you. Let's get to Bernard here. Hi, Bernard. Hey, uh, Steve, I've been around a long time, man. It's good to hear Marty Cohen's voice. I remember I used to be waiting for that gator bait every week. Mm-hmm. Man. The, the, everything is online. Now. And I remember uh, David Sturt, I believe, was with him as well. A yep. couple of points I want to make, Steve. The basketball, uh, I'm still in this football transfer reporting, recruiting, and spring practice. I can't get out. I did watch the basketball game somewhat. Uh, it seems like we were there. We had a stretch in the second half where we went six minutes without a field goal, and Vanderbilt got some separation. I still like Golden. I, Steve, I just think that it was time for Mike White to move on. I, I, I question his player development, and, and we were not good to look at offensively. A trade man is the only player that – uh, Mike White recruited in court that is on the NBA roster. I, you know, be honest with you, Steve, I lost it for Mike White when I, I thought Devin Robinson should have left Florida as, as a big-time player, and I didn't see any development. I, I, I like Riley Kugel. I think he's very athletic, and I also think Carlos Reed is athletic. 
I like Will Richard, but I think Reeves is not playing. So when he gets into the game, he, he's, he's trying to force things because he, his playing time is limited. The other thing, Steve, I'm not a, I'm a more of a college guy, Gator guy. So I like to see my Gators do well in the NFL. It was good to see that Super Bowl, Steve, and know that we back in the day, not too long ago, we used to have some pretty good players roaming the field at the Swamp. Ponce Gardner Johnson was going sideline to sideline, knocking people out. And it, it, you had Tony and you had Don Lapper and Townsend. You know, Townsend is probably the best punter and, and in the NFL. He's good, but I thought, Steve, to be honest with you, that his brother was better than he was. Another thing is this, Steve, in terms of football, what Kansas City did in the second half, I, I don't think recruiting is going to be a problem. My thing is, and I know Shane comes on, I, I, I want to see offensively, I want to see some creativity uh, besides the, the power running game and the play-action pass. I, I, I think coaching, Steve, what they're talking about, I think good coaching can win you a couple of games that maybe you're not expected to win. Steve, you have a good day, and I'll talk to you later. Bernard, thank you. Uh, just food for thought. Florida is 13-12, and 6-6 six and six in the SEC. Mike White's Georgia team is 15-10 and 10 overall and 5-7 and seven in the SEC. Now, they didn't play a very good non-conference schedule. Just saying. 128, time check brought to you by... Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Beloved former basketball coach and educator Satch Sullinger knows you got to keep moving to stay healthy. But that's not so easy when your aching joints won't cooperate. We still want to move and we still want to get around and we still want to be active, but we start to deteriorate the moment we quit moving. QC Kinetics regenerative treatments help restore movement in stiff, aching knees, hips, shoulders, and back using only your natural healing properties to help restore damaged joints. That's a huge positive for Satch. It's working, and what I really like about it is there's nothing foreign put in my body. Everything that was put in my body has been taken from my body. I love it. I love it. I, like I said, I want to live until the day I die. Get rid of the pain and start moving again. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, an annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Wealth for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $15 hundred dollars to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably 352-751-3200 that's 352-751-3200 or schedule at guarding 
Allen Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Board a license D05634. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Melden Law, we won't back down. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. We'll see plenty of sunshine this Monday afternoon. Temperatures climbing into the upper 60s to near 70. Tonight, lows fall into the upper 30s to low 40s. It'll be a chilly night, but from here on out, we'll have much warmer evenings. In fact, temperatures tomorrow night falling only to near 50, with highs during the afternoon into the middle 70s, near 80 by Wednesday. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist, Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If you look at any quarterback who ever lived through his first five seasons, he's chasing Montana and then Brady if he ever gets there. But right now, I don't see anyone through five seasons who's done what Mahomes has done. And in fact, even if you take it for its career, if you combine the level of play with the team's success, I don't really have anyone ahead of him other than Brady and, and Montana. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Let's take some calls as we continue sports scene. Dean is next. Hi, Dean. Hey, uh, this is Steve, actually. Oh, okay. Sorry, it was Dean on my phone. Sorry about that. That's okay. No problem. Uh, uh, I've been uh, listening to you. I think, you know, when I was a freshman at 82, I'm pretty sure you were on the radio at that time. Is that correct? No, not doing this. Um, I, I did radio, but not here. This It's been here since uh, it's been 25 years. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, but you're doing a great job, and uh, it's just been a long time. And I, uh, I actually live in Atlanta. I just like uh, pulling you up online and listening. But um, I got a question. I, since we've both been watching the Gators for a long time, I just was thinking over since since I've been watching the Gators, this has got to be the most mediocre sports season I can remember. Between, I mean, last year's baseball team which made the tournament, but, I mean, they were, uh, you know, 500 in SEC play, and uh, football team being 6-7, and seven, and now the basketball team being a little bit above average. I can't remember a season where all three were, were this mediocre, and I'm hoping it's just, you know, one of these trends, and uh, we, we turn it around. But what about you? Can you remember a season like this? Well, you're you're mixing seasons though right 
if you're yeah, but if, I'm, the, la- the last baseball, the last football. Uh, okay, if you're, because you're doing it that way. Um, yeah. I'd have to think. I mean, it's been a while, certainly, because you know baseball's been very good. Um, yeah. You know, basketball up until a couple of years ago made the NCAA tournament. So yeah, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's hard to take, but I mean, I I'm glad that we have some new coaches, and you know, last year we had the same, maybe not as maybe not as high expectations of baseball, but I know we were ranked top five, and we lost our our uh, lost our pitcher, which kind of hurt us, but the team started playing better at the end. I, I think the baseball team is going to have a really good season. They can if they stay healthy. Um, you know, they got. Waldrip in the transfer portal, who will be in the starting rotation. Um, a lot of guys who could have signed, you know, Rivera, Halter, those guys are back. You know, obviously Langford. So I think their lineup will will stretch out a little more than last year's did with Ryapel back too. And those young pitchers, while they struggled a little bit last year, they're a year older now. They should be, you know, better for the experience. So, but but look, the league is tough. I mean, they're not even picked to win the East. Yeah. Tennessee is right. by the coaches. So, but you know what, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. How about this? Mississippi State won the College World Series two years ago. They're picked to finish last in the West. Last. And I was looking at the rankings. What happened to Ole Miss? They just lost everybody. Yeah, they lost a lot of guys. Yes. But but Tennessee has a bunch of people back. I thought yes, they, they got a bunch of people, people back, and uh, they recruited okay. well too. Okay. Well, keep up the great, great work. Appreciate your call. Thank you. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Wanted to chat you up on a little basketball and a couple of Super Bowl leftovers. Relying on your coaching experience real quick. Okay. Hey, Bill, you had a – excuse me, uh, Steve, you had a, a caller about uh, Billy before the break last segment. Um, I got to looking over the commercial. The Bulls are 26 and 30. It's obviously not pleasant for you guys to think about Billy returning to college basketball, but I would say ask a Kentucky fan what it was like seeing Patino at Louisville or a Tennessee fan what it's like seeing Bruce Pro at Auburn. Sometimes that's just sports. People need jobs. Things change. Things happen. Life moves on. Oh, sure. I mean, if you're looking at this from a Kentucky standpoint and Billy Donovan has coached there before, would he be a great fit on paper for that? Sure he would. So from the Kentucky viewpoint, their lens, I get it. I just don't know, you know, again, if Billy's willing to go back and go back into some of the things that he went away from because he didn't like doing them. Right. And I bet you haven't thought about this one, Steve. What if he took, like I said, a Florida State or the Miami job? Larry Nog is getting up there in age two. I don't care if he takes the Notre Dame job. The the point of this is he got out of the sport, regardless of the school. It doesn't yeah. matter what the school well, you is. Know, Patino's his mentor. Patino's gone back and forth between college and the NBA, but, yeah, it has changed. Hey, um, one other thing for you, Steve. Did you uh, realize six of the seven road teams in the SEC won in basketball over the weekend? I didn't realize that, but okay. It's pretty wild, isn't it? Unusual, yes. Yeah. Hey, Steve, a quick, a quick uh, coaching question or two for you. Um, Mahomes, I, I like to look at the box score. You know, ESPN does that quarterback rating. I think 158 is a perfect score. I think he scored almost 132, and Hurts was like at 101, 102. Um, that was some pretty good quarterback play in the Super Bowl. I mean, Mahomes was about perfect. 
except for you know the the fumble by Hertz. But yeah, the quarterback play was good. They didn't they didn't I mean, put up monster numbers, but they did their jobs. Yeah, Mahomes, I believe, didn't even throw for 200 yards, but three TDs, no picks, missed six passes all night, and he was hurt. And that leads to my last question for you, Steve. See if you thought about this one as a coach. Mahomes was clearly very hurt in the first half. I was wondering if he was even going to be able to play the second half the way he was limping around. You think he went into one of those Alabama tents at halftime, got some of that deer antler spray? You think he took a shot or two or a pain pill or something at the half? Possibly, yes. <laughs> Had you thought about that? I hadn't. I heard a caller say it up my way. He he ran awful well in that second half, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, look, I've had this happen. I had a severely sprained ankle, and it lingers sometimes. And Mahomes, luckily, the first time he got hurt, had a little time off to mend it, rehab. What they do in rehab now is amazing, and what they even do at the half is amazing. And the other thing we don't know What's the guy's pain tolerance, right? He didn't look as if he was limping real badly, did it? Hey, Steve, last question. What goes on in those tents? They're obviously trying to I have to no hide. idea what goes on in those tents. I mean, you, you don't think they're administering shots? Right? I they're have no idea what goes on in those tents. Hang in there, Steve. Okay, thank you. 392-8255. You can email Russell at WRUF.com. Matt says, one of the chiming in the Vandy game, contrary to most Gator fans, think Florida played relatively well Saturday, despite shooting poorly from three. One of the most aggressive performances of attacking the rim from a whole team in a long time. Defensively, looks like we didn't play great when you look at the stats, but Vanny played nearly perfectly on offense, making a bunch of contested jumpers. Looked to me like one of those games we talk about where a team has two or three games a year, they shoot lights out. That was Vandy Saturday. They played out of their minds. There wasn't a lot Florida could do about it. Uh, Stevens says he's glad MLB is going to have a pitch clock this year. Already anticipates watching more games. Three-hour-plus games shouldn't be the norm. That should improve the pace. Well, it should, Stephen, but by how much, right? If it's 15 minutes, is that a huge improvement? I don't know. I think sometimes that might be, uh, you know, more beauty in the eye of the beholder. If it is 15 minutes, is it real time a lot? No. But perception-wise, is it better? Sure. But I'm anxious to see what it does uh, as well. Uh, BB's back. Uh, BB, I, I, I read your email and I hope you're doing okay. He said, thought the Super Bowl was great. I love Andy Reid. I think we both had one of our favorite things last night, a cheeseburger. Yeah. I love Rihanna. Uh, but she said, seeing, he said, seeing her and her dances going up so high and then down and up again, those platforms made me uneasy. He loved the Travolta ad and the flag football ad. Uh, if you think the kitten playing the piano was crazy on the YouTube ad, you should see it playing the electric guitar. Just kidding. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I, I don't know if it's changed. It used to be a few years ago the commercials were a topic of conversation. But now they're not anymore, at least here. You know, I always throw that out. What was your favorite commercial? We don't we'd have one person talk about that. By the way, shocking. SEC Player of the Week this past week? Guess who? Liam Robbins from Vandy. He averaged 23 points, 9.5 rebounds, and 3 blocks in beating Tennessee and Florida. And Vandy had lost 11 in a row to Florida. I'm sorry, 11 to Tennessee and 9 in a row to Florida, and they blew off both those streaks. And Brandon Miller, the SEC Freshman of the Week. 
142. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We talked about boys basketball. Girls basketball is also uh, in the midst of postseason play. P.K. Young's in it. Willie Powers, their coach, will join us next to wrap up the program today. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Evan Fleischer. The Kansas City Chiefs took home the Lombardi Trophy on Sunday in their 38-35 Super Bowl win over the Philadelphia Eagles. On top of his touchdown in the fourth quarter, former Gator Kadarius Toney recorded the longest punt return in Super Bowl history with a 65-yarder for the Chiefs. Tonight, the 16-9 North Carolina Tar Heels will play the 19th-ranked 20-5 Miami Hurricanes. UNC is coming off a huge 91-71 ACC win over Clemson. Catch our coverage on the game starting tonight at 645. The Gators softball team is off to a hot 3-0 start to their season. They will head up to Duval County on Tuesday in a matchup against Jacksonville University. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Evan Fleischer. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Did you know that romance can be eco-friendly? Simply give your sweetheart an experience rather than a gift. You can plan a night on the town that includes dinner at a local restaurant, ballroom dancing, or tickets to the theater. You could also plan a couple's massage or even a hot air balloon ride. You can create a great memory without creating any physical waste. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? This Valentine's Day, you'll fall in love with our Amore Valentino menu at Pomodoro's. Take advantage of our special menu with your special someone this Valentine's Day at Pomodoro's with special appetizers, entrees, and more. Visit PomodoroCafe.com. Pomodoro, it's the place if you're craving a getaway. It's the true Trattoria and games before the Pomodoro Cafe. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. 
Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Well, we mentioned that uh, both in uh, boys and girls high school basketball, they're now in postseason play. Tomorrow, in a Class 3A regional semifinal, Willie Powers and his P.K. Young Blue Wave will take on Masters Academy. Willie now joins us. Well, let's go back to previous game. Uh, you watched the tape. What'd you see? What'd you like? Uh, well, my first half, I didn't like anything. But the second half, I thought we played. <laughs> we were more focused. Um, first half, we missed wide open layups. You know, shots that we usually hit because I didn't feel we were, you know, mentally there. Um so, you know, we can't come out this weekend with that, you know, with that mindset because Masters is a very good basketball team. Did that surprise you a little bit? I mean, given the time of the year that it is, you know, you're in the postseason, did that, if you know, not being ready, so did that surprise you a little bit? Yeah, that surprised me because they know it's one and done now. You lose, you go home. But, I mean, like I said, we, we got it together in the second, second half, and I thought we played some really good basketball. You know, sometimes – uh, a coach can go in and shake a team up, but sometimes somebody that the team trusts can say something and say, "Hey, you know, we got to get better," or even chew the team out if they respect him enough. Do you have a player like that in your team? Yeah, Alasia Wilcox, our only senior. I mean, she she basically went in and said, "Hey, we got to pick things up," and she's done that all year. And you know, the girls really listen to it because she's not going to tell them something she's not going to do, and. You know, that's really helped having that one senior who's leading, you know, leading the young ladies who, you know, because we are a very young team. So, you know, but like I said, you know, playing Master Academy, who's a very good shooting team, a very well-coached team, you know, we're going to have to come out and play 32 minutes, you know, of, you know, good basketball. With Masters Academy, have you played them this year? Have you played them much in the past? No, we played them before um, in the regional quarters about two years ago but you know they're like I said well coach team shoots the ball really well so you know we're, we're going to definitely have to defend and try to get in transition you know one of the things that's always intrigued me about this time of the year Willie is just you know where a team is mindset wise and o- over the course of a year when you have ups and downs when you have a smaller roster like you've had has that built better camaraderie with this team well, it seems like, you know, they know they depend on each other. And, you know, just, you know, found out yesterday we're going to be without one of our players who is not feeling well. So, you know, now it's down to seven varsity players. You know, somebody's going to have to take on the load. And, you know, this group has done a good job, you know, you know, next man up. So, you know, we just go in with the mindset of just, you know, play hard, execute, and, you know, see what happens. I'm going to ask you a question I, I don't know the answer to, and I hope it's not an ignorant question, question Will. If you only have seven players, are you allowed, you know, from a JV roster to bring anybody else up? How does that work? Yes, we brought um, four or five. We brought five JV players up. But, you know, in this time of year, it's kind of hard to throw JV players up against teams of this caliber 
But, you know, we, we've, we've done a good job of spotting them and putting them in positions where they can be successful and help us in the same time. So, you know, we've done a pretty decent job, me and the coach, coaching staff, of getting them in the game and, you know, getting blows for our other kids and just figuring out ways to, you know, slow the game down and, you know, get our kids a blow. So, I thought that you were able to bring them up, but when you said you were down to seven or eight, I had to make sure I had to ask. Um, right, right. All right, let me ask this. Have you seen much of Masters on tape? And if you have, to win against them, what's going to have to go right for you? Yeah, I've seen them on tape. We're going to have to definitely defend, and we're going to have to hit shots. Um, you know, last game we missed a lot of wide-open layups, and that was just lack of concentration. But I think if we can't, you know, we're we're locked in, um, and you know, get out and play defense, and you know, get in transition. You know, we it could be a very good basketball game. Class three A regional semifinal PK at home tomorrow night against Masters Academy, seven o'clock at the Blue Wave Gym. I wish you luck, Willie. Thanks for doing this. All right, thanks, Steve. You got it, Will. Willie Powers done a really nice job over there at PK Young. Again, uh, Gainesville is in it. Newberry faces Hawthorne. Trenton takes on Wildwood. Those are some of the area teams that are still involved in the high school basketball state playoffs on the uh, girls' side. Uh, all right. The rest of the hour, we will hear from you. We still have time for you. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Later in the week, the Gator QB Shane Matthews joins us as the XFL is getting set to uh, crank up. And uh, he'll be here later in the week. The voice of the Gator, Sean Kelly, uh, also will be here. Uh, and we're working on some other guests as well, hoping to get, uh, well, Kevin O'Sullivan, I think, will be here Thursday after an interview I will do with him to talk Gator baseball. And then we'll try to get the Charleston Southern baseball coach on with us too um, to talk about their team as opening day in Gator baseball is just about uh, upon us. Brandon says, my question, who has more rope and time to be successful before a change is made, Napier or Golden? I believe Napier's ropes, I'm, I'm sorry, Golden's ropes are a lot shorter than Napier. Hmm, that's a great question. I mean, look, taking nothing away from basketball, this is still a football place. So I would say Napier has less rope because nature of the beast. Uh, he said not really an NFL guy. Yesterday's game was great to watch on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Look, the fact that over the weekend, Texas and Oklahoma are now going to leave the Big 12 a year early? What's that mean? Now they come in here. And now the league has to accelerate what its schedule is going to be. Are they going to go pods? You know, what are they going to do in terms of who plays whom? This just gets tougher. And I've said this all along. Where you are now, it is harder, in general, to rebuild because the entire league is better. Think about what I said last week, that 
This year, the SEC revenue distribution, about $50 million per school. That enables the smaller schools to compete a lot better with that money. They can they can compete in facility. I'm not saying they're going to be as good as a Georgia is, but can they at least compete in that realm? Yes, they can. So it's harder now to get to the top. And when your schedule is tougher, yes, you're going to expand the field. That will help. But how many... SEC teams, do you think, will get in the first round? Right? I mean, again, what do we see in terms of, does LSU take a step back? I'm not sure. Right? Where it's going to be interesting for a Florida, if you, it's going to be hard to beat a Georgia, hard to beat an Alabama, I think even hard to beat an LSU in the short term. But now, what do you do against South Carolina, against Ole Miss, against Arkansas? Those are the games you got to win. Those are the games. You can't lose to South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Missouri. You just can't. We'll see. But I think the answer, long-winded question, I think, Napier has less rope. Aaron says, wondering if the heavy struggles on the season finally has worn on a Gator basketball team. Big let up in defense, continued offensive issues are not a good combo, especially moving forward. Best wishes to the program. Well, again, they didn't shoot well from three, but they scored 80. I'll say this again. If I said to you before 3.30 on Saturday, Florida scores 80 points against Vanderbilt. You'd have, you'd have bet the farm on Florida winning that game. They didn't because Vandy shot lights out. And I saw something Todd Golden said, and this is why I think he's going to be successful because he's young I think he resonates with players and he has a way to succinctly say the right thing. Okay? Let me read a direct quote from him. Okay? And I, he said something to the effect, I'll just paraphrase it, um, where he basically said we have to do a better job of doing things that we allowed us to do, okay? He said, what allowed us to be pretty good coming into the Tennessee game, winning six of seven league games, was being really good at controlling the controllables, the things that don't necessarily require talent, and being good at those things. And then when the things that did require talent were going our way, we were really good. I won't ever get too upset over missed free throws. 
I know we're trying to make free throws or get upset and criticize our two for 20 from three. Obviously, our guys are trying to make shots. Here's where it gets interesting. But we were really bad at executing things that are more important to our team and program, and a huge part of that was an inability to defend the three-point line, unquote. If I'm a player, that resonates with me. Hey, we've got to try to continue to shoot threes. We've got to try to continue to get better at the free throw line. But think about those two things. The two things he's okay with are on offense. The thing he wasn't okay with was on the defensive side of the ball. That says a lot to me. That's our show for today. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to all of you for being on and participating. Always appreciate it. Thanks to Sam for producing. Do this again tomorrow at noon. We're going to hear about Ole Miss basketball tomorrow. Mark Dukes will join us to talk about a struggling Rebels team. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. See you tomorrow. Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.